So here's the question. In the print and packaging supply chain, how do we deliver new ideas and innovative practices to continually improve your profit, your brand, and your quality? Welcome to the Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins, Director of Print Technologies for ID Alliance. We are a nonprofit global think tank serving the graphic communications industry with 12 offices strategically located around the world to better support our membership. You can support the Gamut Podcast and content like this by becoming a member at ID Alliance by going to www.idalliance.org. I would also like to thank Konica Minolta for sponsoring this podcast. They are a world leader in industrial and commercial printing and packaging solutions. On today's Gamut Podcast, we are speaking with Victor Asicero. He is the market segment manager for packaging at EFI, and we are going to discuss some topics around corrugated inkjet single pass technology and particular design considerations and different applications and e-commerce so we're happy to have victor on today good morning victor how are you thank you jeff thanks for having me i'm very happy to be here with you and so to get started today victor we want to talk to you about corrugated inkjet single pass technology like Nuzomi and what I want to know and what I want to share with our listeners is your thoughts on how this technology has changed the approach of designers, brands, and creatives when designing for corrugated packaging with a much wider color gamut. Uh, a higher speed, short run. Uh, traditionally, this was done on Flexo. A lot of the work was simply, you know, single color, spot color. So, how has this impacted the designers, the brands, and the creatives? Has it changed, or maybe unrealistically set their expectations to match offset? So, that's the question that I have for you. So that that's actually a, a great question because things really change with the introduction of uh, inkjet or single pass in corrug, especially in corrugated um, packaging. And I guess um, if if we look at corrugated packaging, there are different ways of printing. Let's say um, on, on the board, there's the pre-print, which is basically printing on the liner. Um, and that is done either with sheet fat or um, on a web, um, let's say flexo press, and right. they can achieve very high quality um, as we are used from litho or offset and on, on the other from a, a very good flexo print and then transferred to the corrugated board. So it's, it's not directly printed on corrugated itself. And then there is the post print in corrugated where typically you have really one color, two color, three color, but it's more like a spot color application type printing with a coarse screening. And there, the quality is not, let's say, that that the main aspect as you're not printing four color images. It's more spot color reproduction um, and having reduced graphics, uh, mostly solids and very, very few of gradients or anything like that. And then there's really that high graphics type application where there are 
printing um, higher line screens, four color images together with spot color. And that's really in corrugated, they call it high graphics um, because that's the high quality image print they can achieve. And um, as we all know in, in Flexo, Flexo has made great advantages in, in getting the line screen lower, reducing the highlight bump. But still it's it's a uh, it's in the file and design preparation you have to account for these, let's say, special attributes um, with flexo printing, especially on 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 the post print um, area. That gets now way easier because you can prepare files in a way more easier way when you print single pass with corrugated because you can, it's a contactless um, printing and therefore highlight modulation and fine detail and gradients. It's just easier to reproduce on a corrugated board. Right. So that's really what, what um, single pass is, is bringing into that area where a lot of manufacturers, converters and corrugators loving the application because now they have they can all have high graphics, very nice detailed shadow modulation on and post print corrugated. Right. Um, with single pass. You know, it's really interesting to watch the adoption of the technology because we see really smart companies. Many of them are startups. Uh, I personally visited Packlane. That's uh, one company that has taken advantage of the technology, a startup company, very cool place. And they have online designers. Of course, you see the box maker. Uh, there's many others that are now offering short run, customized, corrugated folding cart and packaging. Uh, personalized, you know, variable data. And one of the challenges that I personally saw at Packlane was that we have multiple inkjet printers printing on craft and a variety of other corrugated substrates. Sometimes we have a white base on their premium substrates. And the challenge, again, is to be able to align all of these different printers and different substrates to the same color target like grackle and swap and these are offset standards something that you wouldn't think you would be able to achieve on these corrugated substrates or definitely not be able to align multiple presses like we do with inkjet but we were able to do it and that really opens up the door and builds that confidence uh, in the industry to adopt the technology because of the bump in expectation uh, throughout that supply chain for this new application. The bump in expectation is actually accelerating the adoption of single pass in, in corrugated. And I believe also in other areas, uh, not only in corrugated, because now it's it's for for a lot of companies more accessible and if the customer sees that on a subscription box which normally isn't really possible to do in in in, in analog printing and they get that nice experience with pop colors and fine details and customized as well then i think that triggers a lot of um demand and i think companies that have a web to print system that can do these little short runs, no inventory subscription boxes, they really gain from it. I mean, these companies, I believe they are 
coming out more and more. Um, and that really is one side of the web to print having that demand creation on one side and then routing it through um, the application, either with VDP or just short runs. It, there are so many different, um, let's say, environments in which we sell um, the engine. So, for example, um, a, a customer which is in wide format or typical sign and display printer just needs the throughput. He wants to address more customers with with VDP or maybe with digital single pass print in, in the display consumer display direction. Mm -hmm. And and these normally they already have a fleet of printers. They have the 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 shuttle printers, either a Vutok or anything like that. They have maybe an Indigo. They have other machines. So the digital world for them is not new. They know how to process a PDF and pre-flight it and do color management and profile. So for them, I guess it's more like on the demand side. They have to get the customers. They maybe need a web to, to print portal. They need the right applications to 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 um, use the VDP, um, but from a technology standpoint, that's not really a, a big hurdle. But if we take the the Nosomi and we take a look in to corrugated, where um, maybe a corrugated converter buys an, a Nosomi then it's a completely different environment because these companies normally, they have a print service provider, they have a pre-press, they receive plates, they mount the plates, they print it on the flexor, or maybe they have an offset Lito press, they maybe they make their own plates, then they already know, okay, that's PDF, this is how it works, they maybe have already a workflow. So these challenges are very diverse if we look at the single pass corrugated printer to where we sell it to right um so for example if we take the the, the um, corrugated company that didn't have any digital equipment before they all always receive the plates um to print on their um flexo press for them it's a completely new world because they have to recruit and staff departments in order to make designs to have the pre-press department to manage the pdf and then get ramped up for the production of the digital printer if they want to do it in-house and then they grow from there so it's really like more a uh, a step-by-step -step process. They mostly start with a regular print. They have one or two designers. They prepare the files and then they um, print these files. And then from there, they sometimes ramp up and have then a, a web to print or a little bit more automation in the pre-press. So it really depends where we sell it to. Um, they have a quicker ramp up phase or not. If we If we look let's say of the customers we have, we have customers that really bought an Anzomi without any digital equipment having before. Mm -hmm. Then we have customers which bought an Anzomi and they are actually not incorrugated, but they make displays, consumer displays, and they have um, a variety of um, wide format printers. Um, and then we have um, customers which 
basically started a business just with the Nozomi for printing for trade. They just received jobs. They printed on the corrugated boards and they shipped these boards. They don't even die cut them or anything like that. And you're talking, and, and, and you're talking about a company called Precision Digital Printing, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Precision Printing, they really print for trade. They get print jobs from outside, they print them to specification, and then they ship the boards out. So as, as far as I'm, I know, they don't even have the die cutting in-house. That's exactly the type. It's a really a new business based on single-path digital corrugated printing, which is fascinating. In the digital inkjet corrugated space, single pass, high volume, we always have the implication uh, or, you know, possibly bottlenecks and challenges as far as layout for a variety of different die cut patterns. When we're talking about web to print and e-commerce, I may have a variety of different customers and patterns and uh, the challenge of possibly trying to gang those all on one pass, one sheet. And I'd, I'd like to talk. I'd like for you to talk to our listeners about the implications of die cutting uh, for digital inkjet corrugated and any specific applications that come to mind. Um, so I guess in in the corrugated space, um, there are two lines, right? It's the analog die cut, and then it's the digital die cutter. For the analog die, you always have a tool. And then you you basically step it out based on the tool that you have. Um, on the digital die cutter, you are a little bit more flexible of putting different jobs together, but mostly it's still set to optimize um, the real estate that you have on the board. Um, and there are additionally to that, let's say, uh, we have a customer that do um, displays like the... Um, Stand-up displays where you have people like in the, the, the movie displays. How do you call that? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Life-size cutouts for uh, movie characters, superheroes, that kind of thing, uh, celebrities. You can order them. You can order a full-figure Obama display or a Chewbacca. You know, Darth exactly. Vader. Yeah. And they have an online shop. You can just select them and then they get printed and, and shipped out. And that, let's say, environment then you definitely have a type of a true shape nesting yeah. um, because you might have different full figure displays from different persons and shapes which go onto one board. And then you only have to uh, consider the, um, the flute direction, right? So yeah. you can't really rotate in any mm -hmm. free angle. You have the 90 degree um, consideration. But yeah, that's definitely something... Um, where you have to um, account for and, and, and the workflow gets a little bit more complicated depending on where you are. I think it's probably the same consider or similar considerations that you have for grain direction, certain folding applications on other substrates. And then uh, the uh, automation and, and having that additional requirement, especially when we're talking about automated solutions, uh, sometimes that can be a challenge to get that right and uh, perfect uh, the use of the real estate and waste. So um, talk to me about some of the automated solutions going to the digital uh, cutting and devices like your Zoomed and, and others. Yes. So there are various applications in the market, which where we can integrate. Um, and they have 
let's say the the tools um, for that. Um, they know exactly what analog die tool you have in the shop. They can call that library. They basically look from the one up which of the die lines we have or from the die tools in the shop, which is matching and they step it out automatically and then provide the PDF to the printer. And, and then there are several um, applications um, that could be integrated in the workflow. Um, and that really depends uh, on the needs you have. There are some customers that really don't have that type of application. They do that yeah. manually, which is time consuming. That's definitely something to be automated in the future. Um, there are other companies, they have these tools integrated with an automation engine or an in-focus switch because they already have different devices and different cutting tables. They have analog and digital cutting. And then they have these um, tools available fully automated. Thank you, Victor. I really appreciate you being so candid today with us on the Gamut Podcast. And uh, before we end, I'd like to mention that EFI will be hosting their Connect Users Conference at the Win Las Vegas Hotel and Casino from January 21st through the 24th of next year, 2020. As well, we will be there, ID Alliance, and we will be hosting a G7 expert and professional certification and training course at the Connect Conference. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, the seats are limited, so make sure you get online and register now for the G7 expert in professional certification and training and the EFI Connect Users Conference again from January 21st through the 24th of 2020. And thank you again, Victor, for sharing your time with us today. Take care. Thank you very much, Jeff, for the opportunity. It was really great to, to be on your podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealliance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealliance.org. Take care and have a productive day.